Chapter 4 of 5 Minute Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by George Ann Fennell, Sun City West, Arizona. 5 Minute Stories by Mary Louisa Molesworth. Chapter 4 A Four Footed Gentleman. Open the door quick, Sybil. Don't you see my hands are full? What a stupid you are. Yes, that'll do. Now you can shut it after me. And Archie came forward to the table where his aunt was sitting, a large tray spread over with specimens of seaweed that he had been drying and arranging in his hands. Since when have if you please and thank you gone out of fashion, may I ask, Archie? said his aunt. The boy grew very red, but he laughed good-humouredly. <laughs> I didn't mean to be rude, he said. But Sybil doesn't mind, do you, Sybil? No, replied the little girl. Archie isn't ever really unkind like some boys. Still, I think it is nice when people thank you and speak politely to each other. But still, of course, Archie is only a boy. And can a boy not be a gentleman, do you think, Sybil? What do you say about it yourself, Archie? Oh, I know I should, he replied rather shamefacedly. But you see, Auntie, I forget. Or else, even if I don't forget, it doesn't seem worth while. Be true to your instincts, my boy. Civility and gentleness are always worth while. Above all, from man to woman or boy to girl. And gratitude, even for the smallest service, is always the sign of a fine nature. That reminds me. Of what? Do tell us, Auntie, said both children, pricking up their ears. Of a little adventure of mine the other day. It's nothing of a story, so don't expect one. For the word adventure had evidently caught their attention. But it was so pretty and touching, it struck me very much, and made me think how often we might, with benefit, take example by our humble brethren, even in manners, children. Do you mean poor people? said Sybil doubtfully. I know some are very good and nice, some quite poor children even, but a good many are very rough and rude, Auntie. Yes, and there is much more excuse for them, of course, if they are so, for often they have not been taught better. But I was not thinking of people or children at all just then, Sybil. The little gentleman whose manners I admired so much was a... She stopped again and smiled, while Archie and Sybil looked up in perplexity. A what, Auntie? A little dog, my dears. Yes, you may well look surprised. Listen, and I will tell you all about it. I was going from my own house to a friend's a few days ago, walking leisurely, for I was in no hurry, and had not far to go. It was a quiet time of the day, and not many people were about. I had made my way across our own square, and some short way down a street opening out of it, when my attention was caught by the sight of a little dog wandering along in an uneasy, rather aimless manner. He was alone, evidently, for there was no one in sight whom he could be following. 
an errand boy or two a postman and i were i think the only passers-by at the time and he was far too aristocratic a little dog to have anything to do with butchers or bakers boys he was very pretty and well cared for his soft flossy coat had evidently been recently washed and combed and there was a general air of healthiness and prosperity about him though he was neither over fat nor pampered looking but just now he was clearly in trouble he ran a few steps and then looked round him irresolutely his bright eyes glanced all about him anxiously i wondered what was the matter and stopped short half intending to pat him or speak to him when suddenly seeming to catch sight of me for the first time he made the first advances by trotting up to me and sniffing me in an inquiring manner he liked what he saw of me for he gave a little quick friendly bark and then wagging his tail looked up at me appealingly ran on a few steps and then stopped short looking back to see if i were following him and when i did so again he barked again he ran on a few steps and stood looking back wagging his tail it was as plain as any spoken words he was asking me to do him a service and thus he led me down the street round a corner and a few steps along another row of houses where he stopped in front of a door looking and wagging his tail without going on further nobody could have failed to understand him here is my home kind lady i have got shut out please to ring the bell for me i rang of course and very quickly the door opened and in he rushed and satisfied that he was all right i was turning away when this is the point of my story i heard a bustle and fuss just inside the closing door my friend's bark rather vehement this time a voice in remonstrance what can he want then the door opened and out he sprang again he looked round eagerly and as soon as he saw me stood still on the doorstep gave a quick cheerful little bark wagging his tail with the greatest energy the while and with still another bow-wow turned round and ran in quietly it was the plainest thank you ma'am for being so kind that ever was spoken in dog or any language now don't you call that behaving like a gentleman yes indeed said the children heartily and archie whose trayful was ready for some other process by this time turned to sybil with deference please sybil will you kindly open the door she did so and he disappeared but in a moment his voice was again heard begging for readmittance i beg your pardon he said i have come back again to say thank you if i had a tail to wag i could do so but though they got some fun out of it i don't think auntie's anecdote did master archie any harm End of chapter four